Hey, this is Felissa Rose. I'm Angela from Sleepaway Camp, and you're listening to Rock Video Rental. What's up, everybody, and welcome to Rock Video Rental. I am Brandon, and with me, as always, is Caleb. Uh, we will have a special guest here once we start the review. But Caleb, how's it going? It's going pretty good. You know, life as normal as we find it in uh, these days. But uh, what about yourself? Oh, just trying to keep on keeping on, I guess, in the words of Joe Dirt. Um, <laughs> you know, just still working from home, trying to keep my sanity and watching some TV and some movies. Uh, speaking of that, what have you been watching? Well, actually, it was kind of a busy week for me. I actually have something to contribute in this area. So my wife is still worth watching Married at First Sight, so I catch that here or there. But I watched a decent amount of college football and some NFL this week. Ta-da. Rock. And uh, got back in with a little bit of Brooklyn Nine-Nine, but I also watched one of my favorite movies, um, of Inception. So I watched that. Wow. Yeah. And uh, I forgot how good that movie is and everything that happened in that movie. I-, I like movies that take a new approach to things and also just make you think when it's done and there are so many different elements in that movie. I've, I always enjoy watching it actually funny thing, uh, not to get on a rabbit trail, but I think that was the first movie. First of two movies that I've ever seen at the theater by myself. <laughs> <laughs> as sad as that sounds, but there's a reason I went to go visit a friend in Florida. And while they were working, when they worked at movie theater, I could get into any movie that I wanted to. So I watched that anyways. Rock. Uh, I'm not, my life is not that sad. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I started Bohemian Rhapsody, um, but I haven't finished it because I started at like two, uh, 2 AM one night. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was a horrible mistake because I wanted to stay up and watch the whole thing, but I had, I had to stop. So I need to finish that. Yeah, yeah, that was a pretty good movie. I enjoyed that one. Yeah. What about you, though? Oh, we finished up watching uh, Shit's Creek. Uh, that series is, like, done now. They only had six seasons. We caught the first five on Netflix, and then we watched the last one on the Pop app. So, yeah, that was pretty good. Um kind of an interesting show like it's not a laugh out loud funny show but it's kind of like you got to pay attention to the jokes we we kind of talked about it last week how it's a little bit different humor Mm -hmm. yeah um you know staying with comedy i i'm still watching the office i mean i'm always watching the office so (laughs) (laughs) nothing really new there i guess uh aside from those two i watched quite a few movies but one that I'll mention is Bloody Birthday. It's from the early 80s. Um, it It's kind of a slasher movie, but it like the killers are these three kids that were all born on the same day. Um, 
during a eclipse. So, like, the I guess like the legend is that when you're born on an eclipse, you're missing like a part of you or something like that, and it just so happens that like these three kids are missing their conscious. Okay. <laughs> yeah, their conscience. So, like, they have like no remorse or anything for things they do, and like once it reads like their ten tenth birthday, they go around and start killing people, and it's just like completely and utterly ridiculous. Do they know uh, each other? Yeah, they're like they all live in the same town. Hmm. There's just like these three kids in the same town that are all born on the same day. Um, I don't know. It's it's like the second time I've watched this. It was on Shutter, and I was like, eh, you know, I haven't seen this in forever. I'll check it out again. Uh, the pacing and stuff is really good. Some of the the scenes are pretty memorable, but. Just the idea of like these ten-year-old kids killing people just kind of cracks me up. <laughs> but other than that, that's pretty much what I've been watching. Um, a few interesting things, I guess. Uh, and speaking of interesting, interesting things, we can get on to our first segment, which is "Did you know?" <laughs> So, did you know the most popular segment of the week, or we always just say it is, it might not be, but we just assume that it is. I feel like <laughs> it's the it's the only thing that, or it's the thing that's most referenced from the show, so I think we're safe in saying that. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, so just random facts that you can impress people with or make them roll their eyes, and it's your turn. What do you got, dude? All right. So, I actually, this one's not crazy or anything but i found it interesting since obviously we talk about movies and tv shows uh and so this is from the film industry <clears throat> so did you know the term footage comes from films being measured in feet when being mm. edited in the early days of filmmaking never thought about that yeah i that was kind of an interesting thing when i came across i was like yeah i guess i never really wondered why it was called footage so hmm. now you know health. yeah for your health <laughs> okay so now from there we can move on into our main topic of the week from Walt Disney Pictures he's a hotshot attorney who's never lost yes. forced to coach a hockey team that's never won keep swinging maybe I'll give him a cold he'll try to teach them how to win you think losing is funny well men at first but once you get the hang of it and they'll teach him get off the roof you little monkey that winning isn't everything let's have fun out there Walt Disney Pictures presents Emilio Estevez are we ducks or what the Mighty Ducks rated PG parental guidance suggested So the topic for the week is the 1992 family comedy, The Mighty Ducks, it is directed by Stephen Herrick, and the plot is a self-centered Minnesota lawyer is sentenced to community service, coaching a ragtag youth hockey team. Uh, the cast for the movie is Emilio Estevez as Gordon Bombay, Lane Smith as Coach Riley, Joshua Jackson as Charlie Conway, Sean Weiss as Goldberg, and Eldon Henson as Fulton Reed. There's a whole bunch of other kids in this, but those were pretty much the main ones. <laughs> hmm. 
So I have to mention this week we have a special guest. Um, he's a friend of ours, and I know that The Mighty Ducks is one of his favorite movies, so I thought it was a good one to bring him in on. Um, we welcome Jason to the show. How are you doing, Jason? I'm doing great, man. Thanks for having me. Yeah, no problem. Um, yeah, we're going to start trying to get some you know, more special guests in here. I feel like it's fun. It gets a little more dimension to the show, so... Yeah. Um, yeah. Some new, per- some new perspective that? is always good. Oh yeah, for sure. That's a, we talked about it and I said, I, I feel like we need to have Jason out here to talk about mighty ducks. Cause I know that, <laughs> <laughs> I know that you and I talked about it quite a bit when we were in college. So yeah, absolutely. Um, I know this is a movie that I watched a lot as a kid. Um, I know Jason, you kind of feel the same way, uh, <clears throat> I'm sure yeah. you probably had this on VHS like I did, right? Oh, yeah, I definitely did. I definitely <laughs> did. How many times a week did you watch this as a kid? I think I'm pretty sure I wore that tape out. <laughs> sure. I'm surprised I didn't. I this was when Caleb and I did like a list of movies that we watched the most in our mm-hmm. lives. And, uh, the Mighty Ducks was was one of mine that I mentioned, but I think I've watched D two The Mighty Ducks more than the first one. Yeah, I, I, I think so, too. Um, I definitely watched it. Pro- I think I probably watched it a bunch more um, than the Mighty Ducks as well. I mean, it just had a lot more to it, and I think I was a little bit older. Uh, yeah, I was going to say. Cause, a little bit more. <laughs> yeah, because the three of us are the same age. So, you know, this movie came out in 1992, so we're all probably like five or six. <laughs> when it came out so yeah. you know by the time d2 came out I, th- I think that was like probably 94 or something you know so yeah. we, were, we were a little bit older by then and probably could appreciate things more and have like more of a connection to stuff so yeah i, I think, I think that. when that movie came out um i just started playing hockey because of that movie so yeah it, i would have actually been really more deeper into actually playing by then by the time D2 came out, so I would have actually known what the hell is going on in the movie as well. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, because back at the time, too, I was playing hockey even when the first one came out. Um, mm-hmm. I started playing, I started like learning how to play when I was about three, and I think I was on my first team when I was four. So the fact that you know they released a, a hockey movie for kids. Because before that, pretty much all there was was Slapshot. Well, you can't really watch Slapshot when you're five years old. No. <laughs> so with the Mighty yeah, Ducks, I can't think of any out. other ones. Yeah, that's was really all I can movies? think of. There's Young yeah. Blood from the '80s, but again, that one like, has nudity <laughs> and swearing in it. So, you know, when the Mighty Ducks came out, I was just super excited that there was a hockey movie that I could watch. Mm-hmm. So I'm that's the odd man out. I movies. I didn't play hockey. <laughs> Man. Yeah, I think you are the kind of the odd guy out this time. Yeah. Now, I, know, I know you did watch this movie a fair amount, didn't you? Oh, yeah, yeah, a fair amount. But it was kind of interesting because I definitely did not watch it as much as you guys did. But I honestly did not remember this movie very much because I think I remember, you know, D2 more. And I was having a hard time remembering what occurred in which movie. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, all all things aside, I think this is a better like quality movie than D two is. Mm-hmm. But I think D like 
Jason and I said that came out at a time where, you know, the three of us were old enough to really uh, connect with movies more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I'm kind of the same way with, you know, Ninja Turtles 2 over the original Ninja Turtles. I watched that way more as a kid, but like, you know, as I've gotten older, I realized the first movie is really the only, like, truly good movie of the bunch. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I mean, now that we got like the connection stuff out of the way and our kind of history with it, we can get into like what happens in the movie. Um, I mean, it's really kind of a product of the '90s because there's there were so many movies. I think I mentioned it one time to you, Caleb, that in this time period, uh, like kid sports movies were huge. Mm-hmm. You know, you had The Mighty Ducks, you had D two The Mighty Ducks, you had uh, the Sandlot, Little Big League, Rookie of the Year. <laughs> it was just like there was one coming out every year, sometimes multiples a year. Um, but I mean, I feel like this is one of them that kind of stands up higher than some of the other ones. You know, The Sandlot is still a really good movie, but The Mighty Ducks is definitely one that's in the top two or three in that kind of subgenre. Mm hmm. Uh, so, you know, our introduction to the movie is we get like a flashback sequence with, um, you know, Gordon Bombay and like in the championship game and he misses a shot and it's just like, you know, the end of his world and he's just <laughs> what, like 10? Yeah, yeah, he's 10, <laughs> so, I think. Something you know? like that. Uh, the first thing I kind of noticed with this movie is that they put way too much <laughs> emphasis into peewee hockey and how it affects their lives. <laughs> well, it's like, not just I kids. Mean, I mean, no, what were you going to say? No, uh, I was just going to say it's so funny that, uh, you know, they put so much emphasis, especially, you know, from, from the coach. He's like, you know, if you missed the shot, you let the whole team down. <laughs> yeah like what kind of a jerk says that to like a 10 year old boy and like get the kid that's playing uh gordon looks like he's about eight <laughs> and there's like other kids on the team that look like they're about 17 <laughs> like the goalie he takes a shot against in the championship is about three times his size <laughs> like either gordon was just like a midget his whole life or you know they had a wide range in age Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, from there we kind of just see how Gordon is now. He's a lawyer, and he's like kind of like an arrogant lawyer. Uh, you know, we get like some kind of boring courtroom stuff going on, but uh, the whole movie kind of starts coming together once he gets a DUI, and uh, he gets sentenced to community service. Well, as community service, he's, he has a coach like. A youth hockey team and this is where we meet the soon-to-be mighty ducks uh it'll be kind of it's kind of that cliche even you know goes back to bad news bears like in the, from the late 70s mm-hmm. where you know it's like all these misfits thrown together uh we get kind of some funny characters in some characters that didn't come back in the sequels that i was kind of sad about um, I mean, growing up, my favorite was Goldberg, and I feel like that was a lot of people's favorites. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I wasn't even a goalie. I, I played defense and I played hockey, so I don't know why Goldberg was my favorite. I think just 
because he was funny. Yeah, I think the attitude, uh, yeah. So we get, you know, Goldberg, he's kind of, you know, shy of the puck, and he's he's a goalie, so <laughs> he's kind of in the, in the <laughs> wrong position for that. Uh, we get Charlie, who's, like, the main character. He's just kind of the, you know, the kid that's kind of wise beyond his years, I guess. Um, yeah, and he's he's good at hockey, but at the same time, not good at hockey. He's yeah, he's good, but he like chokes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, basically, he should just like once he grows up, play for the Ottawa Senators, and he fit right in. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Then we get you know a couple of other kids. One of the my favorites, you know, now that I watch this, and you know, I'm disappointed that he didn't show up in the the sequels. Is Carp? I feel like that character is pretty like well-rounded mm. you know he's kind of like the goofy um sarcastic one he's he's not like the best player but you know he's part of the team and does his role i mean he wore a football helmet <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's that's one thing i noticed too like there's no way they'd let this team take the ice and the <laughs> equipment they're wearing like carps wearing a football helmet like gee who's kind of like you know, this guy, um, he's like the 1960s. <laughs> like, there's barely even anything to it. Um, there's no chance that they, there would be too, way too much of a liability to let these kids on the ice <laughs> and what they're wearing. But it was the 90s, man. They let anything go. <laughs> exactly. It's like, oh, as long as they're co- like covered some way, they're, they're good to go. But we yeah. get um, we get Jesse and Terry, the the two brothers. Uh, they're on the same line with Gee and like the other team jokes that they're the Oreo line because it's two black boys and a and a white boy in the middle. <laughs> Which I never picked up on that when I was a kid. And, no, um, it wasn't until I watched it, you know, once I got older that I figured it out and thought it was pretty funny. Yeah, I didn't pick up on that until this time. <laughs> Uh, yeah, this that's another thing with this movie, too, is they have cut some kind of jokes in it that you wouldn't initially get as a kid, but, like, parents can find some humor into. Mm-hmm. And I feel like uh, Disney does a fairly decent job at that sometimes, especially with Pixar movies. Yeah. Well, I completely forgot about the, uh, the beginning on why he had to coach the team. So when he got a DUI, I was like, wow. Disney going put it on pretty heavy. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, that's what I started thinking about that too, because you know, with my daughter being two, she loves pretty much anything Disney. And you know, with Disney Plus, you can watch it anytime you want to. So watching a lot of Disney movies and then seeing this and seeing Gordon get a DUI, that kind of surprised me. I think it kind of follows that Disney formula. You know, they always kind of do some kind of crazy tragedy or something you know to kind of hook you at the beginning of every movie they do <laughs> yeah i mean lion king <laughs> Mufasa yeah, dies. It, yeah. yep Bambi, <laughs> that's for sure yeah someone always has to die frozen that i've seen probably like 20 times in the last two weeks <laughs> yeah, parents, the parents died. yeah yep but throwing out lots of spoilers here for everybody <laughs> <laughs> But, you know, basically, that's, we got, like, this hodgepodge of kids, and, you know, some of them are better players than others. Some of them are just kind of, you know, wisecrackers like Averman, 
who we tried to reach out to at Cameo and he wouldn't answer our question for us. He declined us. So, fail. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so basically, you know, the the team's terrible and Gordon, you know, he's just there to get his community service done, but he starts to, like, form a bond with the kids. Uh, His first game is against his former coach, uh, Coach Riley, the coach of the Hawks, who, of course, you know, they're the bad guys because they wear all black. And they're really good. And he, you know, Lane, Lane Smith is Coach Riley. He's just an arrogant, kind of detestable person who, you know, runs his team almost like a like part of the military almost. Well, he even does it like I would almost say maybe a college team or professional. I've never had a coach that was even anything close. Like I've had tough coaches, but the whole perspective of the you know you miss this shot you're going to let the whole team down (laughs) i've never witnessed anything close to that yeah um when i played hockey my coach was my dad so (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah i I have that for a few years too yeah so thankfully he wasn't like that (laughs) he's like you miss the shot you don't get eat when you go home yeah (laughs) You just yeah, you gotta sit in your room all day. You don't get to eat. You don't get to play video games. <laughs> uh, so you know they hit that first game. They get up completely annihilated. Uh, and then Adam Banks, who's like the star player on the team, like breaks the team record for most goals. Uh, but I mean, Lane Smith does a, a great job as Coach Riley in this because he's like a complete jerk. Mm-hmm. And you just want to hate him. And I feel like that was a role that he played a lot in movies. Yeah. You know, he's kind of like the stern, uh, authoritative guy. Like, he played this a similar character in Son-in-Law, Paulie Shore. Oh, there we go. I was trying to think of it. I was like, he was somebody's dad. <laughs> he was, was always somebody's dad in the 90s. <laughs> 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 but, uh... You know, so that team, you know, wearing all black, being the bad guys, that remind me, because I've watched a lot of, like, Karate Kid stuff lately, they're kind of like the Cobra Kai of this <laughs> of this movie. Like, you know, they're the straight-up bad guys. They wear all black. Their um, coach or, you know, sensei in the Cobra Kai uh, is, you know, egotistical maniac who is obsessed with winning. So there's a lot of like similarities between coach Riley and John Kreese that way that I just, it really just now dawned on me (laughs) after watching all that stuff. Um, But from then on, you know, Gordon kind of finds like the error in his ways. Uh, After he teaches them how to take dives, yeah. So I feel like if they're remaking that movie, they would have Sidney Crosby teach those classes. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, you know, Charlie refuses to take a dive, and uh, that's, you know, the team kind of turns on Gordon. Gordon finds the error in his ways and then starts teaching them things and basically finds his love for the game again um, with the help of his old friend Hans, who owns a hockey shop. Hans Gruber? <laughs> no, Just but he is—he is the bad guy from Lethal Weapon too. He is <laughs> who had di- diplomatic immunity. 
<laughs> it's Wait, just Hans been ripped Yeah, Hans from Mighty Ducks is the bad guy from Lethal Weapon 2. Oh. That Danny Glover shoots and says it's just been revoked. <laughs> well, he's also the um, uh, King Arthur from A Kid in King Arthur's Court. Oh, he is? Yeah. That's another movie with um, the kid from... The rookie. rookie, rookie of the year, yeah, or yeah, rookie of the year, oh, yeah. yeah. Who was um, in American Pie as Kevin? Think about that one; it's kind of funny. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this is one of those. Oh, it nods on you, or you oh. have like that Ke- that Keanu moment. The whoa. <laughs> <laughs> um. So you know now the team's working together. They're doing all these like strange drills and practice and stuff with like passing eggs to each other uh it's just like your typical kid sports movie uh along the way they find like their ringer which is uh fulton i guess there's like two ringers in this uh they find fulton just like a huge kid who has like an incredibly hard slap shot uh Mm. but the problem is he can't skate so you know gordon has to teach him how to skate uh, they do, a couple times they just bring him in as a decoy to do things. Uh, other times, you know, he takes a blast at the net, and just you know, blows a shot through the net, blows a goalie into the net. It's just <laughs> completely ridiculous stuff that you would expect from a a movie for yeah, happens you know, all the time. Kids, yeah, totally realistic. Oh yeah, yeah. I, can, I can attest to that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, then. Uh, Along the way, you know, they get their second ringer, which is Adam Banks. They get him from the Hawks because the way the regions are set up, um, where he lives, he's supposed to be in District 5 or the Mighty Ducks. So, you know, a lot of the kids don't want to play with him because he's a Hawk and all the Hawks were like jerks to them and picked on him and everything. Um but he, they end up like accept him after a while, and he's, you know, by far like the best player in the entire league. So that kind of boosts them, and it sends them on their their playoff run. And you know, in typical fashion, you know, they go all the way to the championship, and they have to face the Hawks. Surprise! <gasps> so it's right. you know, Gordon, <laughs> Gordon <laughs> versus Coach Riley again. You know, a student right. versus teacher, and of course, you know. Typical Disney fashion, the the ducks come out on top. But um, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, there's some funny things that kind of stood out to me in this. Um, So, I always drove me nuts as a kid who played hockey. Why do they wear red and white gloves with their green and blue jerseys? Like they couldn't get a good question. I have no idea. Yeah, like why? (laughs) Like why couldn't they just get like at least some black and white gloves? You're gonna get red and white gloves. They all have them too. Yeah, and they have blue helmets. Wait, weren't they purple? Like a purplish blue. Yeah. Yeah. So they have like purplish blue helmets to match the jerseys, but like they have red and white gloves. Yeah, I didn't like gloves. I didn't like the combo. <laughs> yeah, and that's just something that stands out to me because I'm a big like uniform jersey guy. So you're the fashion police. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> I guess, the sports fashion police. Uh, there's also one thing that didn't age too great. There's a scene where one of the players takes a shot and Carp drops down to his knees to block it and it hits him in the head. And oh. he's like kind of seeing stars and Gordon goes and checks out of him and like they're like, oh, get him to the bench. And he's just kind of like staggered around. Like the kid's obviously got a concussion. <laughs> <laughs> and like, doesn't he come back in the game later on? I think so, yeah. I was like, does he have CTE now? <laughs> Is that why he wasn't in the second movie? <laughs> well, then I, I kind of thought it was funny because that happened. But then when Banks went down, like as soon as the uh, official went over by him, he's like, get the stretcher. He's like, it's like, dude, you like just skated by him. You don't even know what's wrong. <laughs> yeah. And like what happened to him? He got tripped and he went shoulder first into the goal. Yeah. Uh, my guess was like, if they were maybe playing off like he broke his collarbone, maybe. But it looked it looked like he was like out cold. Yeah, and, <laughs> yeah, and they like, tried to wake him up, and he wasn't answering. With you, um, talking about um the karate kid, that made me think of uh, sweep the leg. Yeah, yeah, because he does go tell that the bigger kid on the team like to take Banks out. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a lot of crossover with this when you think about it to Karate Kid. Um, yeah, he said, uh, like, uh, I did what I have to do or something like that. I, I did my job know. or something. <laughs> yeah, I did my job. <laughs> yeah, yeah, what did you do? My job. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, yeah, like, another thing that kind of cracked me up, and it goes back to the putting too much emphasis on peewee hockey. So Gordon gets fired for his job, like, by Mr. Duckworth because he refuses to let Banks play for the Hawks. <laughs> yeah. Because he like wouldn't drop his appeal or whatever to, you know, put Banks on the Ducks. So he gets fired for it. Right. Mm-hmm. This is like how much they're into peewee hockey apparently in Minneapolis area. Well, it, 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 it makes you feel like how almost how selfish is Bombay though. You know, because he's like, I'm going to take this kid away from his team so I can have a better team so I can serve my team <laughs> via uh, time or whatever and at least win. Yeah, it's like so, the dad, his dad is, <laughs> Yeah, and as, you know, Adam Banks' dad is even like, you know, his brother played for the Hawks and all of his friends played for the Hawks. And he, Gordon's just like, well, too bad you live in the wrong area. <laughs> <laughs> Sucks to be you. <laughs> Yeah, well, then he was uh, also, too, like, the dad was just like, if he's not going to play for the Hawks, then my kid's not going to play hockey. Yeah, like, and then the kid just shows up anyway. <laughs> now, I got a question for you, because I, I'm not sure if I'm mixing this up with uh, the first movie, the second movie, but I thought Ducksworth shows up wearing his Mighty Ducks jersey. Uh, you're thinking of um, Hans's brother in the second one, I think. Okay. Oh, he shows yeah, up you're right, you're right. After, like, first or second intermission or something like that with Ducks jerseys for Team USA. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they look. <laughs> they, he uh, he looks kind of similar to Ducksworth. Yeah, he does. Okay, there we like go. A go. Like a goofier version of him, yeah. <laughs> uh, there's another scene, too, where, you know, they keep talking about how you're supposed to have soft hands and concentration, not strength. 
And, you know, now that we've talked about Karate Kid, it's funny because Averman says, oh, like the Karate Kid. You know, wax <laughs> yeah. on, wax off. And then they're like, shut up, Averman. <laughs> but it cracks me up because they, you know, when they send Fulton out there to try to tie the game, and he's like, just go out there and blast one. And he's like, you know, I can only hit like one out of five. And they're like, it's okay. Like, I believe in you. Just concentrate. They're like, soft hands, not strength. And I'm thinking, soft hands, not strength, Fulton. But you know, the whole reason that you're here is because you shoot really hard. So just go out there and blast one, bud. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, like something I didn't think of until like this time watching it. I'm like, soft hands. Like, what are they talking about? Like, he's just all power with a slap shot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can barely skate out there most times. Yeah. Like fumbling around. <laughs> just kind of, yeah, just kind of like staggers and shambles around. Uh, barely can turn around on his skates. Um, another thing that kind of I thought was weird. So there's like the whole romance angle with Charlie and Charlie's mom and Gordon. And the whole time Charlie's just like, hey, um, how about you stay for dinner? Or hey, you know, my mom has some qualities that men find attractive. (laughs) Or like, here, you should like take her out for this. And I'm thinking like the whole time Charlie's just like, here, do my mom. (laughs) (laughs) He was pushing pretty hard too about that too. Yeah, he wasn't wasn't subtle at all. No. And that obviously worked out great in the second movie because she doesn't show up ever again. (laughs) New love interest. Yeah, he's like, oh, move on to the next one. But Charlie and I are still cool. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah. another thing too, we don't. I, we talked about Mighty Ducks once before, Caleb, but I talked about. I think it was, um, like a did you know or something like that, mm-hmm. where I talked about the stats for the games at Mighty Ducks. <laughs> Um, and this kind of like harkens back on that, but Goldberg is a terrible goalie. Really? <laughs> like they couldn't find somebody like even Carp, I think had as many saves as Goldberg did. <laughs> <laughs> He's always like way out of position. Um, oh, yeah. Jason, I guess you could probably speak more on that because you are a goalie. <laughs> oh God. I don't even, I don't even know where to start. Um, but yeah, no, he, uh, it's, it's hilarious. I mean, I always, usually say uh um i'm you know i use his line i'm goldberg the goalie which is funny but yeah no there's so many places where i just i don't understand what he's doing like, <laughs> it becomes like at all i mean i don't know where to begin um with just his not only his stance i don't know who taught him and i think like <laughs> at the beginning of the movie though the, he explains he's like well i kind of play goalie so i'm like okay i give him a little bit of a pass because i don't think he knows how to play at all he just stands yeah. there and just like flops down and hopefully it hits him. They're like, Half oh, the he's the fattest he kid away. on the team. He's the fattest yeah, kid no, on the that's, team, that's, so that's he can take up a lot that's of space. That's what it is. How do you think I got stuck playing uh, uh, like street hockey? <laughs> like you want play? You play goalie, right? Yeah, yeah. Same. <laughs> it's not the same. This is, you know, it's it's actually a lot more work if you're a fatter guy playing hockey and playing, especially playing goalie. Man, you, you got to be able to be nimble, going up and down all the time. Yeah, especially if your defense or, is as bad as the Mighty oh. Dogs. 
<laughs> yeah, I couldn't even imagine. He would have been drenched in absolute and just passed out by then. I don't know how he had any kind of physical ability to continue standing up. <laughs> so, uh, me being ignorant hockey um, and everything and not picking up on those details, did he get better with the second movie or. <laughs> He got I know, worse. Just as bad. <laughs> and it was even worse because they had Julie Gaffney, who was supposed yeah. to be like amazing, even though her stance was atrocious. Yeah, it wasn't that great. It was definitely better than Goldberg's, though. But uh, <laughs> she at least had the hot glove. You know, he couldn't catch anything. Yeah. Like at all. He was always like, it's just, he'd react so far behind like the shots. I feel like that it just, obviously, he missed everything. And then he, <laughs> and then he bitched at his defense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, why are you like way out of the net, Goldberg? And then it's like wide open net. They shoot it in, or he's well, chasing think, a player think, around the net. I think, yeah, yeah. Is it the second one? I think he's chasing him around the net, and then gets stuck and like is on his hands and knees, trying to scramble around. Yeah, just trying to get back, and then they just like <laughs> just pop it in the net. <laughs> oh <laughs> gosh. Doing? But yes, yeah, a worst movie goalie ever. <laughs> oh, it's yeah, it's it's really bad. It's definitely really bad. I mean, I don't know how it made me want to be a goalie. <laughs> <laughs> maybe you just figured I you could did? do better than that. Maybe, maybe. I mean, <laughs> but th- at the time, like I thought he was good, right? Until looking back, and I'm like, oh my god, it's so bad. <laughs> but at the time, yeah. I you know I thought this is this is awesome. I love the position. I love you know everything about it. The mm-hmm. movie helped with that, and uh, but looking back, no, it's it's really bad. He doesn't. He yeah. never gets better. He just never gets better. He's always no, the same, really, and they keep yeah, him that really way. Doesn't. Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so there's two like other major things in this movie that I want to talk about. Um, the first one is the flying bee. So there's a part where you know they get behind the net. And all the players on the team skate out, like, all the guys on the line, so, like, the five uh, skaters, like, make a shape of a V, and they pass the puck back and forth, and it's like, oh, that's the most amazing thing ever, there's, like, no way to defend against it, when in reality, like, that would never work. (laughs) (laughs) Like, all the defensemen just kind of skate backwards and watch the guy, the guy's like, oh my god, in real life, they would just run the first guy over. And I mean, right. they kind of addressed that in D2 with Team Iceland. Yeah, they just plow over them. I feel like they're trying to make like this, almost like this phalanx where they're like, oh, we create this defense or whatever. And that's just, just yeah. destroying. Yeah, I- Iceland just bows them over and then they've got a 5 on 0. And this head Goldberg out the dry. The tactics uh, they use in, the, in this in this game or in this movie is just ridiculous, especially in <laughs> it just got so much worse. Oh yeah, just so corny and over the top. Yeah. Um, so the the last thing I want to mention with you know kind of a big deal in this movie is the triple deke. So you know, hearkening back to um, Karate Kid again, this is like the crane kick. <laughs> this is like the special technique that Gordon passed down to. Charlie, and it's not anything. What? No. What is it? <laughs> he just kind of like slowly pushes the the puck back and forth, and it's really not even a deke. And like somehow it fakes the goalie out completely. And Charlie, like that's how he scores the game winning goal. 
Yeah, I don't, I, I don't know what kind of goalie would be uh, deeped out by that, especially when he does it, you know, 40 feet from the goal. Uh, it's not like it's a, you know, right in your face, you know, like a, like an Ovechkin or, or something like that, or a Datsuk where they're doing it right in front of you. But um, yeah, no, yeah, fifty feet out seems seems appropriate, and I can't follow it anymore. <laughs> oh man, yeah, that to be like even I look back at it now and it's even worse. But as a kid, I even thought like that's really not anything. <laughs> like you just kind of stick handling slowly. Uh, and also he takes that penalty shot at the end with um, no helmet on. Yeah. I noticed that too. They would not allow that either. <laughs> Even in the NHL, they wouldn't allow that. So that, that kind of cracks me up, but I guess they did that just like so to show his expression more when he celebrates. Well, um, I, I thought it was funny that you bring it up. That was nothing special because that instantly makes me think of um, the Family Guy Star Wars episode where Peter is flying as Han Solo, the Millennium Falcon, away from the emp- um, the starship. And he's like, I've <laughs> yeah. got some I've got some moves up my sleeve. <laughs> and then like, she's, Lois was just like, you beard to the left. <laughs> he's lazily to the left. <laughs> And then the Empire uh, Imperial guys were like, whoa, where'd he go? Uh, Yeah, that's he's listing lazily to the left. Like, whoa, that guy, he got some moves. That's basically the the triple D right there. Uh, That like Uh, that never gets like ruined. That's like a big deal all the way through the movies. Yeah. Which you know, they never like touch on that being kind of lame. Um, did you guys have any like favorite scenes or kind of points in the movie that literally stand out to you? Yeah, I'll let um, Jason take this. Yeah, I, I'd like so, to hear what Jason's got. <laughs> There's a few things like after going back and kind of rewatching it, I don't, and they never explain it because they only show like what three, three games, three, four games in the whole movie, right? Yeah, and something like, like that. Clips. You know, they were 0 and like 7 or 0 and 8 or something like that. Mm-hmm. And somehow they win one game and they make the playoffs. Yeah, they had a tie, I think, too. <laughs> and then they won a game. So they're like yeah. 1, 1, and 8. <laughs> <laughs> and then somehow they win the championship being 1, 1, and 8 when the Hawks are like 12 and 0. Yeah. <laughs> that was just one of the fun 12 things. 12 and 0. I just they... noticed. 12 and 0 and they win all their games by like 10 points. <laughs> <laughs> but his ragtag team somehow pulls it together. Always. Always, Always. in these movies. Uh, Caleb, did you have anything that you found interesting or kind of funny this time around? Um, well, I know like it was so quick at the end of the movie when they won the championship and everything, but maybe I missed it, but did after Banks got carted off, was that kind of like the end? For, like they didn't even address him afterwards. Like, oh, he was okay, or he wasn't even there when Bombay <laughs> left. I don't think they did anything with that because they kind of just, no, you know, after they win the game, they celebrate and everything like as a team. Like, and he's it just not there. Goes to the credits, don't they? Um. I feel like he was, I can't remember. I feel like he was in the credits and, and like crutches or something. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's a different movie I'm thinking of. 
Yeah, it could be the second one. They kind of bleed together yeah. at times. Yeah, they do. I mean, he he's plagued with injuries, man. Banks is plagued with injuries. His wrist. <laughs> and it's like, frustrating. Second movie. Yeah. Yeah, because he's like supposed to be such an amazing player that has a chance to, you know, maybe play in the pros someday. But um, yeah, he's always hurt. Old stick up. Oh yeah. Like, the cake eater. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, that I got the whole cake eater thing in my my trivia and facts. Um, I'll get to that. Yeah. But um, a couple things that I always remember from this movie. So there's the the prank at the beginning with the dog poop and a purse. <laughs> <laughs> that that cracks me up. Basically, they're following his dog around. They wait till he poops. They scoop it into a purse, and then like they have like a dollar bill hanging out of it, and they set it on the side of the street and just wait for someone to grab it. <laughs> and like this guy grabs it in his car, and like he freaks out and throws it out, and they're all standing there laughing. And the guy gets out and chases after him. Um, that was like a big thing I remembered. Um, you know, I know we're gonna do kind of quotes later, but this was one of them that kind of kind of made me laugh um there's a part where gordon like first meets the kids and he's like i hate hockey and i don't like kids and then one of them says what is this supposed to be a pep talk <laughs> <laughs> uh, that one makes me laugh and then the other one that really made me laugh this time around was um after carp gets hit in the head and gordon runs up and he's like how many fingers am i holding up and then peter says he wouldn't know that anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, um, I just remembered something, too, that I kind of didn't pick up on when I was a kid because I just didn't connect the dots and everything. But after Gordon got let go from his job, <laughs> the uh, the chauffeur guy stuck around. Yeah, yeah that's hired, true. Wasn't he? <laughs> yeah. yeah, he was hired was by really Ducksworth. Like and so it's just like, dude, why, why is he still there? I don't, maybe he just became friends with Gordon or something. Yeah, I mean, so. yeah, I imagine that's the case, but it was just kind of something that I never picked up on as a kid where it's just like you kind of just have to assume that because he was employed by Ducksworth or hired by Ducksworth, and then he just, like, never left. Yeah, so. I guess I never really thought about that. That's kind of funny, though. Uh, that's that guy. He has been in a lot of movies. I looked up him on IMDb. Um, I know he was in the movie Breakdown with Kurt Russell. Oh yeah, uh, he's one of those guys. He's just kind of like a character actor, and he shows up in a whole bunch of different things. Um, Usually, he plays a bad guy, doesn't he? Yeah, his his name is MC Ganey. Um, he was in Con Air and Wild Hogs and. Uh, Club Dread, which is kind of a, a funny movie, but yeah, tons of like small cameo roles and stuff like under his belt. And uh, I mean, the acting in this movie—I guess we can get into that. It's it's pretty solid by all the kids, I'd say. Yeah. Um, and a lot of those kids went on to like do other movies around that time, but none of them really took a step farther as like adults, not very many of them. Um, Joshua Jackson, I guess he's done quite a few things. He was Charlie. Um, and then uh, Eldon Henson 
as Fulton. He was in a few things too. He like he was in the Butterfly Effect. He was in the horror comedy Idle Hands. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of that one. Nope. Uh, it's it's no. pretty funny. It's it's got him and Devin Sawa in it, which it's kind of funny because Devin Sawa was in like these type of movies too. Like he was in Little Giants as Junior. Oh. Okay. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, other than that, they they didn't really do much. Uh, the boy who plays Jesse, he was in quite a few things back at that time. He was in a couple episodes of Fresh Prince. I know that. Um, some odds and ends of movies here and there. He was in The Sandlot, which The Sandlot and The Mighty Ducks have a lot of like crossover with people. Because Benny is in the second one as, as Luis Mendoza. Mm-hmm. It'll probably always be Louise to me. I don't know if it'll ever be Benny. As much <laughs> as I love the Sandlot. Yeah, I guess it's one of those things. Like, which movie do you connect to more? Kind of. Yeah. Um, I would say like the worst actor out of all of them is probably Adam Banks. He's pretty wooden. Yeah. The yeah, only time he. Know... Oh, go ahead. No, I was. I don't know if that's his character or if it's just him as an actor. <laughs> I know, because he never, like, seems to change or get better, where, like, you could see it in Joshua Jackson as the the series goes on, that he gets better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, I, I agree mean, with that, too. Yeah, and I mean, like, Sean Weiss as Goldberg, he does a great job in this movie, and, like, all three of them, and he was in a few other things after that, too, where, you know, he did a decent job. He was in an episode of King of Queens where he was he was pretty funny and played kind of a similar character. But now it's like that dude's hit some hard times. <laughs> he just got new feet. Yeah, he looks like he's about seventy years old, and he's just like <laughs> skin and bones. And like, there's that mugshot that came out I think last year, where it's like he's a meth head or something. He looks awful. Yeah. Yeah. As far as Banks goes, um, yeah, I I agree. He was pretty wooden, and for the for all the movies he was, but uh, the only time that he really seemed to kind of show much expression was when they, t- when his dad said that whole thing about like, if my son can't be a hawk, then he's not going to play play hockey. And then Bing yeah, was like, emotes, "What?" <laughs> yeah, he emotes fairly decent in that part. And then that was uh, it. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much it. He's rather wooden, like we said. Uh, and I mean, Amelia. <laughs> Uh, Emilio does a pretty decent job, I'd say. He's, I mean, he's Emilio Estevez. I mean, he's pretty much like the same guy in every movie. I think he <laughs> kind of suffers from that at times. Um, but he's super likable guy, kind of charismatic guy, so charming guy. So, you know, he does a decent job in this, I'd say. And, mm-hmm. you know, Lane Smith as Coach Riley, I mentioned earlier that he's, he's great as like the guy that you just love to hate. Yeah. Um, I mean, aside from that, we got what Charlie's mom, and I mean, I guess she does a decent job. She's but... got it going on. <laughs> yeah, she's <laughs> she's got <laughs> Charlie's mom's got it going on. <laughs> uh, so I guess I I can get into trivia and facts, and I've got some kind of interesting stuff in here. I was actually having a good yeah. time checking this out. Uh, so the budget of the movie was fourteen million. And it made fifty point eight million, so 
pretty substantial there. Uh, I got some kind of interesting casting choices. So, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio and Jake Gyllenhaal both auditioned for the role of Charlie Conway. Ew. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, Jake Gyllenhaal, he wanted to do it, but his parents wouldn't let him do it, so they casted Joshua Jackson instead. And at the time, Gyllenhaal was kind of an unknown. Where, you know, Leo, he was in Critters 3, and I think at that time he was on Growing Pains. And then What's Eating Gilbert Grape came around not too long after that, so. I don't know who I would have, like, if it had to be one of those two, I don't know who I would, like, prefer more or prefer less. (laughs) Gyllenhaal or Leo? Yeah. I would would say Leo, because at least he's a good actor. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not a big Gyllenhaal fan. Yeah. I don't know if he would have brought too much attitude to it, almost to Charlie. Yeah. He has like this humbleness a little bit to him, mm-hmm. but like this slight arrogantness. But yeah, where Charlie's supposed to be like the everyday. Leo. Yeah. Pre Titanic Leo. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, I guess some other interesting casting choices for some different characters. So Juliette Lewis tried out to be Connie and they went with uh, Margaret uh, Moreau instead. Um, And then for the role of Gordon, this is kind of funny. So Charlie Sheen was offered the role of Gordon and he turned it down. And then, you know, Emilio Estevez is his brother. He took it over. (laughs) (laughs) That's kind of funny to think of too. Charlie Sheen as Gordon Bombay would have been interesting yeah i think they got the right brother yeah i think so too i mean back at that time charlie sheen was a great actor Mm -hmm. his jobs like on movies in the 80s and the 90s he was really good uh it wasn't until later that he went off the deep end (laughs) yeah Yeah. with tiger blood and winnings i was i was looking up some stuff earlier too um and and i realized that i i saw the charlie sheen thing and then I also something something about Bill Murray too. Like yeah, being up for the role. <laughs> yeah, Bill Murray. Uh, the other list I've got here has um, Bill Murray, uh, <laughs> Michael J. Fox. Would which would have been interesting because I think Michael J. Fox could have done it. Oh yeah, yeah. He's kind of uh, like an Emilio kind of level. Yeah. Uh, one of Caleb's favorite actors, Tom Cruise. <laughs> <laughs> and then our our favorite actor caleb tom hanks oh nice is considered as the the role of gordon bombay which i feel like this movie was kind of a little under tom hanks at the time yeah yeah you see a if this would have been in the hanks. 80s <laughs> this would have been in the 80s then yeah you know back when he was doing more comedy roles and stuff mm-hmm. um, i mean tom hanks can pretty much play anything so I think they couldn't have used Tom Cruise because he's too small, and they would have just thought he was one of the players. <laughs> <laughs> they would have mistaken him with Peter the whole time. <laughs> just put him on a soapbox behind the bench the whole time. Uh, so we, you know, we mentioned the cake eater. Um, so the name cake eater is a term used in Minnesota to refer to people in Adena, which is a rich suburb of Minneapolis. 
the meaning is that they're so rich that they can have their their cake and eat it too. Interesting. Yeah, I always wondered what why he called him a cake eater. <laughs> I always thought it was just like some dumb like kid insult thing. Yeah, that's what I, I thought too. Just a rich insult kind of thing. Like they can afford cake. That's yeah, that's kind of the way I took it too. And I didn't know it was like a um you know, like a local yeah. or like a geo you know geogra yeah, geo yeah. You know what I'm saying? Geographical. <laughs> Geographical thing. There you go. <laughs> Getting all tongue tied here. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess you know that kind of gives a good nod to the writers here. I don't know if the writer was from Minnesota, but the fact that this took place in Minnesota and they did their research to get that that term. It's kind of interesting. I kind of wish they had a Canadian on the team. Oh, yeah. With the accent. The <laughs> <laughs> well, they, they have Guy. <laughs> he is kind of like a French-Canadian name. Yeah. Um, so, speaking of Guy, his name is Garrett Ratliff Henson. And Fulton, his name is Eldon Henson, and they are brothers. And I never knew that until today. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't think you uh, they didn't really look that close. No, and I guess Eldon, he dyed his hair, you know, dark brown to kind of differentiate himself from his brother because he's normally a blonde. Huh. So All right. So the last one I got <laughs> here is the original premise of the Mighty Ducks was much darker with a very little comedy. And it was supposed to be about an ex-NHL player turned alcoholic who seeks revenge on his old co- coach by coaching an opposite team. What? <laughs> yeah, so the main idea stayed when Disney bought the rights to the movie, but like some of the elements were changed. Like such as hmm. Bombay is like now a lawyer who never played in the NHL, and he has to do community service for a DUI. So I mean, like, it's still a little dark, but like, why would you want revenge on an old coach because you're an ex NHL player that, and you're now an alcoholic. It's crazy to think that he's like a successful lawyer, right? I mean, he has DUI or whatever, but like his coach is still coaching. I mean, it didn't say he had another job, so I assume this is his full time thing. But he's been doing this for what thirty something years. Yeah, and he's like, I'm gonna beat you. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's like, and it's almost like, you know, Pat Riley holds his, this, or Coach Riley, I guess not Pat Riley, it's a basketball <laughs> coach. <laughs> coach Riley, it's like we're going to uh, basketball now. Jack, Jack Riley, I guess, holds his grudge against Gordon because, you know, he missed that shot. And he just like, <laughs> he even says to him at one point, he's like, you're not even a has-been, you're never was. I'm like, yeah, because he was just a peewee hockey player. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so dude, like that guy, I mean, they did a good job of making him totally be a jerk because it was just like, I mean, it'd be kind of one thing if he coached him and he like treated him like crap when he was his coach, but he just went any opportunity. They had him going at Bombay and I was just like, dang. Yeah. Just anything he could do he to be a jerk. He loved. Yeah, he was like loved though. Like that whole, like they loved him. Like he was like the best player, right? And then. Dude, you know, they had all this faith in him, and then he misses this shot, and they're like, oh, yeah, we hate you now. Don't ever talk to us again. <laughs> well, even Han said, too, it's like, Gordon, you score, scored like a hundred and some goals that season. 
Yeah, and how many in how many games? Yeah, because I remember when I was a kid, I think we maybe played like it felt like a lot of games, but it was probably like twelve. Yeah, well, going off of what they, I guess you know, the schedule for that season that they showed is what twelve. So yeah, so ten goals a game like that. How? <laughs> Assuming a playoff, maybe two, two, three games of playoffs. Jesus. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, getting that many numbers, that's like Wayne Gretzky numbers in the early 80s. <laughs> I mean, we only played 12 games and I scored 125 goals. <laughs> well, I want to know but the I'm... score of that game that it came down to that, uh, that just that that shot, you know, at the end of that, for the first scene, the end of that game. Like, yeah. the hell was the score if they're just obliterating? You know, he's getting 100 goals a season obliterating teams. Yeah, it's like at that point, does you know Gordon's scoring out all these goals? Is either does he not know how to play defense, or he just refuses to? He's like ten to ten games or something where they just the goalies are so so bad that they just let in everything. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's the only reason they lost a minor league game like or a, like a kids game. I mean, most of them half the time can't even skate. Yeah, know, or shoot it really well. So, you know, I really doubt that he's putting 10 goals a game away. <laughs> oh, gosh. But I guess, you know, when you have that triple deke, you can do anything. Yeah. Uh, now we can get into grades. Um, every time we do a movie, I always pull from two different sources. So I pull from IMDb and from Rotten Tomatoes. Mm-hmm. So, I guess, Jason, I'll go with you to the IMDb score. What do you think the IMDb score is out of 10? Out of 10? Oh, God. Yeah. And this is probably graded, what, you know, 20 years later? <laughs> yeah, this is like um, um, the, the, the score that's currently on IMDb. They go with uh, decimals, too. Oh, okay. I don't know. 6-5? Uh, Maybe, I don't know. It's like, yeah, it's, you, it's not the best movie, but it's not terrible either. Yeah, you got it. It's it's a 6.5. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, pretty that's hilarious. Great. I swear to God, I didn't even look. I didn't even look before. Nice. <laughs> oh, that's, that's, pre- that's, that's pretty good. Uh, so the next one's Rotten Tomatoes. And Caleb, I'll throw this one at you. Um, there is a critic score and an audience score. And I was kind of surprised at these. Um, these are based on a scale of 100%. So what do you think they are? Uh, critics score, let's go, I'll throw out 70%. Uh, dude, the critic score is a 23. What? <laughs> yeah, like... Uh, I mean, you're going to critics, though. And this is a you know, 90s sports movie. movie that, yeah, very... Uh, obviously not really great on the rules. <laughs> yeah, well, I feel like uh, like we do this with all the movies that we do, and I feel like, you know, most of the time, critics are pretty tough and everything, but with this being a yeah. Disney movie and a kid's movie, I thought it was going to be... Because they've, they've been reasonable with a couple, but man, dang, they just... Yeah, like lighthearted kind of thing. Oh, this was fun, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. They hate so, hockey, I guess. I guess. <laughs> like, some of those crappy Friday the 13th movies towards the end, like... Those were the critic scores were right around that. And like you can't tell me that those are just as good as Mighty Ducks. Yeah. 
I mean, as much as be. I like the Friday the 13th series, but we're talking like quality of movie, not even close. Mm-hmm. Weird. Uh, so what do you think the audience score is? Oh, gosh. Um, I'll say it's a little more favorable. <laughs> a little bit more favorable? Uh, uh, well, well, a lot more favorable, but, you know. I'll, I'll throw out the same thing then, 72%. It is a 65. Oh, okay. so the exact same thing as IMDb, technically, then. Yeah, that's, <laughs> and that kind of surprises me, too, because I, we were saying, you know, people in our age group, this was a big deal back in the day. Like, it made that much money. Like I said, it made... You know, $50.8 million. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, that's just for the first movie. And, you know, we talked about D2 um, being such a, a huge deal, too, when we were kids. You know, that one made $45.5 million. Mm. So to get that low of a score in Rotten Tomatoes from the audience kind of surprises me. Yeah. Yeah. Because I feel like even going back and watching it now, I'm not watching it because of the, the you know, the accuracy of their play. <laughs> yeah. Or anything like that. I mean, it's a movie. I always thought it was kind of, you know, decently solid enough. I mean, it's it's predictable. But, yeah, you know. It's a formulaic foreshadowing. sports movie. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, it's just like a feel-good family movie, which yeah. critics can kind of look down on that for. Um, so I, we can get into our grades. Uh, Jason, I'll throw it at you. What do you What do you give this out of five? Um, I, I'll go with like a three five, like a, probably like a three point five. I mean, it's 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 a good, it's a fun movie. Obviously, it's a nostalgic movie. I love watching it. Mm-hmm. Accuracy not that great, uh, but um, it's definitely a fun movie to watch and just enjoy. Yeah, 3.5. Nice. Uh, Caleb, what do you have for this? Um, I'll probably go a little bit more with uh, nostalgia on it, and I'll I'll bump it up to a 4 out of 5. Um, you know, in, in the grouping of, like, a family movie and everything, I feel like most yeah. people would sit down and be able to enjoy it. So I think 4 <laughs> out of 5 is uh, pretty reasonable right in there, uh, close to 3.5, so... Yeah, and again, you and I have the same score, Caleb. So I gave it a, a four out of five. Um, it's not a perfect movie. I mean, it's got some kind of cheesy, corny things in it, which you know comes with the Disney movies, especially of that time. But you know, it's, it's something I like to rewatch every once in a while, and it just I have a nostalgic feeling towards it because, you know, like I mentioned, I, I played hockey at the time this came out, and it just I was so excited because there was a movie that I could watch that. Had, like right. people playing hockey in it, um, you know, and I go back and watch it now and it's, you know, it's still a good family movie and it's got some things that are kind of dated in it. Uh, we didn't even mention the soundtrack with uh, good vibrations by Marky Mark and a funky bunch, <laughs> 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 which every time I hear that song, I think of Goldberg trying to put his goalie pants on. <laughs> uh, man. That, that scene when they're getting the equipment is probably it, it probably is one of my favorite scenes though honestly thinking back on it because they yeah. do like they they put on the helmets and then they do like the headbutt with each mm-hmm. other where they just run at each other and then they do like kind of like a sumo scene where they're just in full i think like goalie chest gear <laughs> yeah and they um <laughs> boxing with the gloves and then yeah. Fulton r- rips the stick out of the display for, for Charlie. <laughs> and it's just, 
bunch of it's like a whole bunch of just funny watching, scenes. Yeah, watching Goldberg trying to put on those pants, he falls over and is just uh just trying to squeeze into those goalie pants. <laughs> uh yep, I'll complete with some classic Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah, I mean there's a lot of things that are like a product of its time, but it's it's still a really fun movie that I enjoy. Yeah. But now that we got the whole movie covered, um, we're going to continue on with the rest of the episode. And Jason, we thank you for joining us. It was it was a good time. We'll have to bring you on again to talk about something else sometime. Yeah, absolutely. I had a real good time talking to you guys. Hey, man. Thanks. All right. Now we can move on into suggestions. Thank you. So, as always, whoever hosts gets to give the suggestion, and I'm hosting this week. So, my suggestion, uh, I kind of mentioned it a little bit in the review of the movie, and just kind of like the general discussion we had, but, you know, it's a classic kid sports movie, and that's The Sandlot. Um, Really fun movie, good to watch with your kids, Uh, you know, there's really nothing like bad that's going to stick out to you with it, but there's going to be some jokes and stuff that, you know, some adults will enjoy as well as the kids. Um, just a fun, like family comedy from the nineties. And it's really similar to the mighty ducks. I'd say, uh, I mentioned how there's like a lot, a few crossover actors like that are in both movies, uh, movie franchises, I guess. Um, you know, basically a young boy, be friends like a group of boys in town that play baseball all the time. He takes out his stepdad's Babe Ruth autographed baseball and he hits it over the fence into the old man's yard. And there's a huge dog that lives in the backyard. So they're all afraid of it. They have to try to get the ball back. And it's basically just like a coming of age movie about, uh, the friendships of these young boys and it's all tied together with them trying to get that, um, priceless, um, ball back pretty simple, but I don't know. It's like, it's a really big movie for our generation. I'd say. Yeah, I would agree. And I feel like it still holds up too. And it's a pretty quotable movie. So, um, if you haven't seen it, I mean, what's wrong with you, but you know, if you haven't watched it in a while to check it out, So from then, we can move on into our last thing, which is the quote face-off. I'd like to take his his face off. Yes. You want to take his face? Yes. His face off. Quote face-off every week, we think of a topic. Um, sometimes we don't think about it until we're about five minutes away from doing the, the segment. Other times we have it planned in advance. Um, that's kind of how we roll. But since this month is sports month, we are going to do quotes from athlete actors. 
Uh, we're leaving out Dwayne The Rock Johnson because we will get to that at the end of the episode for that reason. Um, since I'm hosting, Caleb, you get to go first. What do you have? All right. I'm going to get a quote from one of the actors I talked about, Terry Crews. And uh, since I'm currently watching it, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, uh, he's got a lot of different stuff. And I was trying to, I don't know, I was trying to find a unique one. Um, but uh, just to encourage you guys to check it out more. This one's kind of a simplistic one, not maybe the best or most memorable one. But it makes me laugh because of being a parent and having kids. Um, I'm building this dollhouse for my girls. Where do I fix the prince's tower, Boyle? Where do I fix it? Now, now, Boyle. Let a brother breathe. Let a brother breathe. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, and man. and just that with his character and everything, his quotes, especially his uh, parenting quotes from that um, show are always just hilarious. So, Rock. Um, mine comes from an actor that I mentioned last week as well. Um, it comes from Roddy Piper in the movie um, They Live. Uh, his character of Nada um, stumbles across like the sunglasses he puts on, and he's allowed they allow him to see like people's true identities. Uh, there's a scene where he's talking to someone, and he you know has the glasses. And he says, "You see, I take these glasses off. She looks like a regular person, doesn't she? Huh? Put them back on. Formaldehyde face." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's so many great lines from that movie, and I feel like that's one we have to watch sometime, just because it's really interesting, and I, I don't know, it's it's a really memorable movie. Uh, it's a classic. It's you know, it's a John Carpenter movie, and I feel like all John Carpenter movies are at least worth a couple watches. Mm-hmm. So we'll try to try to hunt that down on streaming somewhere so we can give it a watch. Sounds good. All right. So next week, we will be doing an actor highlight on Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Um, you know, I mentioned last week he is one of my favorite athlete actors and just an, an overall person that I admire. So it'd be interesting to get in and get some you know, facts and kind of like our re- both of our reflection on him. So uh, until then, be kind, rewind. Swing. Come on, swing. Uh.